0: This story is centered around the house on Beaverdorf Hill, a house where many haunted stories have come from. When you imagine an old, abandoned, haunted house, you tend to imagine the old-styled, two-story farmhouse that has old, chipped paint and doors and windows boarded up. And that is exactly what this old house on Beaverdorf Hill looks like. It still currently stands very obviously on Beaverdorf Hill, up on top of the only hill in the area standing, overlooking the prairie. In some ways, yes, it is very haunting, but it also holds a certain beauty to it. All alone on that hill overlooking the prairie it would make a beautiful picture. However, It also tends to make for some terrifying stories. Starting off with the origins of this house, it wasn't always known as the house on Beaverdorf Hill. Before, there was another surname attached to it, which has sadly been lost over the years. It was built by a family of Germans who had come over when fleeing Germany in the 1800s. The history between then and now is very shakily known. However, what is known is that that house has had a history. It seemed like every family that had lived there prior had their fair share of issues, some a little more violent than others, for it was a house of unrest. So it makes sense that when those got near it, they same felt that uneasiness. There has been many instances of encounters with this house. It has been going on for quite some time. For about thirty years ago, is with my when my own uncle and his three other friends were messing around in that house. They knew about the house prior since they only live less than 10 miles away from it. So Lloyd and a couple of his friends decided to investigate. They got ready by grabbing some flashlights and a crowbar to get the wind of the windows off. And at first, they're all pretty excited to scope out the house, to just explore the foundation. Of course, they've heard the stories around the house and how it seemed to growl and screech in the night, and how the house and those who are there try and trap the unsuspected wanderers. But of course, Lloyd and his friends did not believe these rumors, thinking that they were just tales to scare people off from trespassing. However, when they got to the house, the group of four stood in front of it, the doors, and started to realize what exactly they were about to do. Then an uneasiness that the house seemed to ooze was starting to affect them. Jody, the youngest of the group, started sharing his unease, asking, are you sure we should do this? But the others were already committed. They were all equally scared, of course, But they were too prideful to be the first one to back out. Even Jody didn't want to be the first one to give in. So they went on their way and pried the open, the board covering one of the windows, and hopped in. at first it was pretty fine. Lloyd said himself that it ain't so bad. As they began wandering around, they realized that the house was very roomy on the inside but also very bare, for it had been stripped from top to bottom. Even some of the doors were gone off their hinges. Only the shell of the house remained. And for a while, they were pretty okay. And still, they started roaming in the darker corners of that house. After exploring the top two floors and only getting mildly creeped out, they opened the door to the basement. For most of the stories were centered around basement. Had the original people who had stayed in that house would throw their kids down those stairs when they started misbehaving. Then they would keep them there until the next morning. That is, only if they remembered to let them out. The boys stood in front of those doors and looked at each other. So, who's going down first? Lloyd asked, but no one stepped forward. And after a long while of bickering, eventually Lloyd and Jody ended up at the start of the pack while the other two boys were very close behind. They stepped down the stairs together, basically stepping on each other as they went. as soon as they started down those stairs, a strong smell of musk and mold struck them. It was a wretched, they described later. Made them all feel like they would hurl. And as they went down, that uneasy feeling that they were fighting continued to grow. And soon they made it to the end of those steps. And that's when... They saw the wall covered in small, carved checkmarks. There were hundreds of them, leading from the wall top to bottom, side to side. They gasped. Who would spend that long carving each individual line? They were frightened at the sight and began to run up those stairs again. Especially after they heard a large thump of something falling to the ground. The sound was all it took for the boys to start climbing over each other. To get out. They ran back up the stairs, but before they could get all out, Jody fell. He felt like something caught his leg. And wasting no time, Lloyd pulled him up and dragged him out of the house. And the boys did not stop running until they were back to safety. in the truck in the daylight. They were happy they parked a little farther away, not wanting me to be close to that house at all. And of course, later when they got home and started to relax, they knew they couldn't tell anyone what happened for they weren't there supposed to be there in the first place. They weren't supposed to be trespassing on that land. And knowing that they would get in trouble if their family found out they went to that house, they couldn't tell anyone. So they could only discuss it amongst themselves. Too scared to get into trouble. That is, until now. For being older, they're able to discuss it without the fear of parents. End of story. Haunted houses are one of the biggest ghost attractions in the media often portrayed in movies and tv shows, a couple moves in and they start to see all kinds of crazy things oftentimes the ghosts behind these houses tend to be very vengeful like their soul is trapped in the house until they can enact their revenge however it seems like whatever these ghosts do is never enough For these ghosts also seem very attached to the house in which the event had happened, which is why they might appear to be so powerful. For they combine the two things that make ghosts powerful, as we have mentioned in previous episodes. The first is that it includes strong emotions, which also tends to make these spirits stronger. They can either feed off the emotions of others or the emotions lingering of being wronged. The second also adds to this, for they attach to an object. Of course a house is a little different than from a piece of jewelry, but it is also a place of memories, good and bad. The combination of these two things ends up with much more powerful spirits. For by being in that same house, when a horrific event happened, they are constantly reminded of those memories. Therefore, are constantly being fed these emotions, every revenge, fear, etc., which also tends to grow even more when visitors come. For it's more emotions to feed out of, which could be a big reason why. Haunted houses always seem much more dangerous than ghosts who are attached to objects, or ghosts who make, are more wanderers and do not attach to much of anything in particular, or even the ghosts who are only there to echo your emotions back to you. All these types do not seem as powerful, for they seem to have more limits while spirit who is constantly reminded of those who have wronged them, have much more purpose than others. This could be one of the larger reasons why haunted houses are so commonly portrayed in the media, for they tend to hold the most powerful spirits, depending on what happened. The more traction certain houses get, the more spirits are able to grow off that fear which will also add upon the strength and stories of these ghosts. So, next time you decide to visit a haunted house, trespassing or not, to get that glimpse of the supernatural, just remember that you could be simply giving it more strength, which could, in the end could hurt others.